Welcome to Live Action Star Wars. I'm Ralph. I'm James, and I nearly stepped on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's been a while. I think we're doing like data links where I was just like, I ah, just, you started. We did an Invincible yeah. Pod, and I'm like, you start. Um, today we're discussing uh, classic creatures, uh, Return of the Jedi. I almost said Empire of Dreams because we're just talking about <laughs> that. Um, and uh, today, hopefully, we'll be joined by Charlie Brigden, who uh, actually picked this. Yeah. He picked this, and I haven't seen it. But before we get to any of that, mm-hmm. because this is a regular show, I just want to remind everybody that in a week and a day on May 25th, if you're listening to this audio podcast, we're doing the data link episode um, covering Empire Strikes Back, uh, the NPR radio drama. Mm-hmm. So make sure you listen to that uh, radio drama. I haven't started yet. I, I haven't started yet. I've, I've I went started to- today. I went to go and start it on Monday night, um, but the uh, the site was down again. The web archive site was down again. Right. Uh, so literally, next time I get on there, I am going to do what you said and just download the files. Just download it. Um, because, jam, yeah, the, that, that site seems to be a little bit hit and miss. Yeah. And then, um, uh, so yeah, that'll be next week, May 25th. Next Thursday. Star yeah. Wars Day. Uh, uh, at our regular time, I guess will be Patrick Cotner. Regular so time, uh, uh, we think. We think regular time. Right. And then, no, it's regular time. He said he'd be okay. up for 7.30. So I'll, I'll double check. Um, yeah. Just keep an eye on YouTube and we'll, I'll let you know cool. if, if things change. Secondly, um, you probably already noticed if you follow us on social, but this week we are the guests on live action Star Wars. Um, Star Wars spoiler alert. We're doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Live action we're, Star Wars. We're live action Going Star Wars. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the Star Wars Minute. Mm-hmm. So we'll be there um, all week. All week. All yep. week. Yeah, it's been and a busy day today. That... We, we, had to, we had to do that, and then we're doing this. It's, yeah. I didn't even think to ask, like, if uh, if uh, we were uh, going to do a weekend show. I should ask. Yeah. I, mean, I probably I probably would have been up for it. It's I, a I marathon recording, but, but I would have done it. Um, it looks like Charlie is here. He may be audio only. Let me check here. Oh, I'm getting a spinning wheel. He might be here. (laughs) Yeah. He's on his way if he's not here yet. Yes. Okay. There it is. Probably reset. Okay. That's fine. That's totally fine. Yeah. Um, So go over and listen to... A, go over and listen to Star Wars Minute. Um, B, thanks to Pete and Alex for inviting us. Yeah. Uh, It's it's a show that I've wanted to do for a long time. Um, And... uh, I, I did, I think, a Patreon episode like years, like two or three years ago, mm-hmm. like pre-pandemic, where I told I had Tony Thaxon on, and I told Tony Thaxon, I'm like, um, I want to get in on Star Wars Minute by the time they do Solo uh, for the shower scene. We were close. <laughs> we're one yeah, movie. We're, we're pretty close. <laughs> and I don't think I brought up the shower scene once during our episode which is great uh because i talk about no. it way too much yeah yeah we watched solo recently it's so good it's great it's, it's great so good um, um yeah it's, it was a show uh that i'd been looking forward to being on for a long long time uh spoiler alert this poster right here is from minute 26 which is just after our week uh so i was so Monday. i was in the crowd i was kind of there for that one as well so little little extra yeah. little extra bit of 
uh, Star Wars Minute. Yeah. Let's uh, let's say here in the chat. Uh, Geek the F Out is here. Um, again, I made that logo. If anybody needs a logo, let me know. Yep. <laughs> I could use the could use the work at the moment. Um, Adam's here. Hi, Adam. Yeah, we're excited for Charlie, too. He just looks like he has some technical stuff to get yeah. through. Yeah. Um, Lucha's behind the... Uh, Lucha Johnny's behind the... Um, the uh, so, yeah, I go check that out. you said he's behind you. I was like, where? <laughs> <laughs> no, just this stuff. <laughs> um, so, yeah, check that out. Right now, they're talking Star Trek. Okay. So, uh, they're doing classic stuff. Jeremy Kelly's here. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I got a DM from uh, Jeremy this week, and he's like, I was, he says, I'm very excited to fire up my feed and see that live action Star Wars was on Star Wars Minute. I, I and, surprised uh, myself yesterday when I was listening. I surprised me too. We recorded it a little bit ago mm-hmm. before, that, before that Minute 26 was recorded. Yep. And um, uh, I've been listening. I've been listening to the episodes and yeah, it didn't me too. quick episode or minute 21 comes. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, that comes up. If you have been listening, we, we talk about how fast paced that that film is. Um, as yeah. I'm sure you're all aware. Yeah. Speaking of fast paced, Jeremy Kelly says he's going to say that it's a quick listen for the empire radio drama. Uh, it is only 10 episodes as opposed to 13. I, believe, I keep thinking yeah, it, some... it might be 12. It's either 12 or 13. It's not yeah, 14, but, um, so that's good to know. It's going to be a quick listen. So anybody who is interested in listening to that radio drama, you got plenty of time. Um, you got plenty of time. Mm. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for it. Stevie says hi. She's hey, in the other room, and she reminds everybody: make sure you hit the like button. Uh, pretty pleased with the cherry on top. I, I guess, yeah. Do, do we, it. We never ask, do we? <laughs> like, we always just leave it. I mean, here's the thing: us. like, we don't really have any sort of paid content. Um, no. live action stars if you want to get a shirt you can get a shirt or a mug or a skateboard i think we have um go do that it, mm-hmm. it send us money and you get a thing in return you yep. don't have to but probably the best way to support us really is the the, the like and subscribe in the comments like it, it weirdly is isn't it it's like it's normally you hear yeah. people say that and you're like Meh, yeah but i'm sure you'd like money it's like yeah. actually at the moment just just the numbers would be great right yeah we're 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 like almost almost to 500 and our goal right now is just to get to a thousand um star wars minute has given us a little bit of a boost cool i think i I, I saw a few people sort of adding me on twitter and things this week and i was like oh that's nice right guys right so i started so i started talking about something else on twitter and i was like i should really make this star (laughs) warsy otherwise (laughs) these guys are gonna leave straight away no one cares about what exercise I'm doing. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the, it's a little bit of a boost. Yeah. Okay. I got a message from Charlie. He says he can't get on. Oh, no. Um, I'm just going to write him. So if you want to ban for a little bit. That's okay. Um, uh, chat, has anyone else been playing uh, Jedi Survivor? I've I literally just before jumping on I've just played for about an hour. Um I'm loving that game so much. Adam, I think you finished it already. Um I'm I'm taking my time. I I know some of the big sort of plot stuff already, uh spoiler wise, so I'm not too worried about spoilers. Um 
so I'm just taking my time and running through it. 90%. Wow, that's... Adam, have you been doing anything else? That's incredible. Um, yeah. Could... Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing more later on. Yeah, um, and I just want to say something, speaking of quick. Uh, Jeremy Kelly says he was... Sorry, I'm getting all kinds of messages going on. Uh, He was saying it was a quick listen for the radio drama. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, Jeremy Kelly also (laughs) the entire Invincible (laughs) in like nine days. So, I mean, I'm taking that with a grain of salt. Listen, if it's anything like the first one, and it sounds like it is, because I I, kind of popped on the links that I sent you and the links that are in the description below on the episode. So go over there uh, to find it. Um, Um. it sounded exactly the same. Oh, great. Like it's the same intro, like like Star Wars, a radio, yep. like that whole thing. Like it's it sounds Madden's exactly the same. <laughs> yes. It's all it, Brock <laughs> Peters is there. I, I made like I like I was just <laughs> kind of like it all sounded very the same. Uh, but it says Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. And so like I don't know if they just changed the title, like came in and read it, but the, the it doesn't sound like a music or a sound edit. So it's okay. all I'm like, okay. Like I'm excited. I'm a yeah. little concerned about the Return of the Jedi one because That's years I think and years was, later, isn't it? Yeah, and the guy who was writing these had passed away, I believe. Maybe oh, they no, were. Written, okay. I'm not sure exactly how it went down, but but yeah, um, it, it it's like I, I I'm I'm, I'm, I'm really curious. Here. I'm really curious to see how it will go because obviously in that first one, um, there were so many. It was it was different perspectives, so we were getting scenes that didn't exist like in any form uh they might have been in like the the original like adventures of luke skywalker the star wars script or something at some point but there's there's so much in that that just doesn't exist on film at all so i'm excited and curious to see if there'll be things like that in empire and then maybe jedi i got a feeling there'll be less of it but we'll see all right um charlie's not gonna make it i asked him he's he's having connectivity issues uh, which is totally fine. I yeah, asked him if he wants jump in this in the chat, and because we'd love to hear um, his input, his thoughts. Yeah, uh, and we'll we'll but, work out um, another time. We'll get Charlie on a show properly. Yeah, on, definitely. But for those of you that have the Substack app, which um, I don't know if you, James, do you have it? You don't have a Substack. You have. Uh, I you, you I'd use the tiny thing. letter thing. Yeah. Um. Like I, yeah. when I was trying to figure out a new place to put my writing, I I was just like. That one looks all right. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll move it over to Substack at some point or whatever. Yeah. I haven't been writing. That's where much, you can find. Uh, that's where you can find Charlie's writings. Also, anybody who's watched my um, cue the music uh, soundtrack podcast show on YouTube at cue the music podcast, uh, Charlie's written, I believe, every single liner notes, or I guess it would be the notes on the Obi strip for every Toho release. Awesome. I, I don't think he. I don't think he did like Matango, but I, I could be wrong. Um, so there he's in, and this is his his Twitter, Instagram, and his socials are films on wax. Go follow Charlie. And I was excited because I was uh, I was ready to just 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 overtake this uh, conversation with film score stuff, which I <laughs> and I was kind of anticipating in that as well. So I watched this documentary on Monday night. I didn't take any notes or anything. I watched it I took just on my notes. phone um cool so i was thinking oh great i can i can sort of take a bit of a backseat these guys are going to be talking film i can jump in <laughs> but now i'm gonna to have to do some i'm still lifting yeah 
Fuck me, yeah, feel yeah. free to jump in with any. By the way, so Adam Frazier also has a sub stack. Um, uh, and, I'm going to have to have a look Charlie. at it because it seems like another, it seems like the one that people seem to be using for that sort of content. Right. And uh, Charlie and Adam are the only two accounts I follow. <laughs> this is that's just how it worked. Um, great stuff. Great stuff. Charlie usually posts on Fridays about film score things, and and uh, he mentioned to me in last week's article. And uh, Adam's talking about all kinds of stuff beyond mm. Star Wars. Yeah. Um, he posted Impressive. a thing last week about uh, uh, mental health, I believe. I don't want to... Kevin Smith, yeah, it was a link to the, yeah. the Kevin Smith video. It was a really, really good article that adam wrote and then it it led me to that video and i watched the video from Kevin. yeah Smith. oh and i'd heard about the video and i didn't know about the much about what it was I i'd, I'd heard about like, some of the stuff that he'd been going through but i didn't know the details i'd sort and... of seen the the headlines mm-hmm. and the tweets I, I didn't really look into it because i'm like i don't whatever um but then adams had yeah. a very 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 well thought out uh piece that i was yeah. interested in because it was, I follow a, it was a complimentary piece that. to the kevin smith video yeah yeah so check out adam as well i think it's poppin pizza or it might be at adam fraser adam could probably let us know in the thing um so i did take notes and i will talk some score stuff cool when it comes to classic creatures return of the jedi Mm. um you'd not seen this either had you this was your first time watching this one yeah no same for me same for me Um, i i i i thought it was fun like what what year did this come out i think it was 83 Okay. Yeah, it's post Jedi so for sure. Yeah, but it's it's also post ET, which was I thought eighty two. Oh, okay. Uh, and Dark Crystal was eighty two, which yeah. which which I mean, I was super amped for because I love Dark Crystal. Yeah. Dark Crystal. I, like, I love Jim Henson. I, love, I know. I love that, but I just I, yeah, Dark Crystal is just one that I was like, yeah, it's not for me. I think it's my, of my where, recommend- where I was in my life at the time when I first saw it. Right. My recommendation is to watch the Netflix really show. really high and watch it? Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. I you, mean, yeah, yeah, you can do that too. Yeah. Uh, because what's great about the Netflix show is that it's um, it's a prequel. Mm, okay. Yeah. Which at the time I was like, oh, I don't want to watch a prequel. What am I going to watch before the movie I like? And then what's fun is like that. the movie... <laughs> The problem is, I think here's the problem, is the movie, it's it's kind of dense, and you have mm-hmm. to, like, really pay attention to what's going on to understand any sort of the story. It's it's a little bit of a slog to get through. I know it puts Stevie to sleep, which wasn't into it. I, I would literally put it on, like, a Saturday afternoon, and then she'd yeah. be, like, out, and then I'd finish watching I mean, um, that also sounds like quite a good Saturday afternoon, so Stevie... Nothing to be yeah. ashamed of. <laughs> right. Uh, but then I, I put on the series mm-hmm. and she really liked the series. That's cool. And when the series was done, she's she like, watch. let's pop on the movie. And the movie makes so much more sense. It's oh, okay. so That's much good. easier to follow because it's giving you, now that you have all the backstory that they tried to cram in like the first 10 minutes of the movie, mm. now you get that You've backstory. Got it. Yeah, but the thing is, there's, there's, except for the ancient creatures, Mm -hmm. uh, there's no real main characters from, or the main character from the movie isn't in, (laughs) in the show. So, anybody's up, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stakes are good. Um, Is it set long before, or is it like just 
uh, does it lead in? Well, that's the thing. They were hoping for a season two. Ah, okay. But where they left it, they left it in a way where, like, they could have done another season mm-hmm. or two and fleshed out the story more. Or if they didn't get a season two, it'd it's be like, okay, enough. this this is oh, good perfect. enough where you can you can get the rest of it. It would be like, you know, it could be either Rogue One yeah. <laughs> or it could be like, but Rogue One kind of leads right into it. I know, I feel like, I feel like Rogue One, there could be months that have passed where Vader's tracking that ship. Because anyway, Vader's so, not on the yeah. Star Destroyer. Vader's, Vader... He's on the Radis. Yeah. Yeah. So by the time he gets to his ship yeah, to pursue the blockade runner, mm-hmm. like, that's not minutes they, they, they might have made a couple of jumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so that's what it's like. It could happen right before, or it could happen down the line. Unlike so, Andor, which we know season two, they've announced recently that the last three episodes of that, that final act is going to be the last three days before Rogue One. Um, let's say Andor ended where it ended. Yeah. There's no season two Andor. Yeah. That's, that's the yeah. dark Christmas could show. Could absolutely lead into where we see yeah. him in Rogue One. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So. Um, and, and I don't think it's very long. It's very intriguing, and it's all. It, I I believe it's something like only ten percent CG. Oh wow! Yeah. And I don't think I don't think it's it's mostly probably like set extensions, but it's like all like like puppets. So I mean, we're we're going through Lost at the moment, so I don't know if I'm gonna get to it anytime oh, soon. Yeah. But like, it's nice yeah. having a a recommendation from a couple of people that I I trust recommendations of. So it's good. Right. I'll check it out maybe. Um, did you ever read Tale of Sand? The Jim Henson. It was a nice graphic novel. Um, nice hardback graphic novel. I've got that there. Um, it was. Uh, it was an un, unproduced script of his. Like he mm-hmm. he chopped it around, and everyone was like, "It's too weird. Too weird. Too different." Um, not much in the way of Muppety characters. It was like mm-hmm. human characters, but in a real hyper realistic, like really strange world. It's beautiful. Um, I'm drawing a blank on the artist's name. Bear with me one second. I'm going to grab it. All right. All right. It's... So you... It was... Ah, oh, it's Ramon Perez. Uh, Ramon Perez does the okay. art, um, who's been around forever. He's done a lot of work. Um, and it's one of the most oh. gorgeous hardbacks that I have. Like, it's just big splash pages like this. It's like, there's very little dialogue in it. Um, but it's, yeah, it was just an unproduced jim henson scripts um yeah so if anyone can find tale of sand or if anyone wants it um yeah Arkea put it out years I mean, ago now. get on it somebody may turn that into a film and uh, i think uh, like a, an animated series or an animated film would be really good for it like yeah but you... if it's a henson thing mm-hmm. I, I mean the fact that they made dark crystal a show leads me to believe that they have someone has time and money to yeah. do this with puppets i mean yeah like yeah, I mean, even that, like this, these, this—that's the inside cover, and it's yeah. just using like some stills and animating it over. Oh, it. I think amazing. that would be a great way of doing it. Um, I love it. I love that book. I've read through that um, a few times. Adam says the Dark Crystal Netflix series was so good and gorgeous, and it was definitely made a place mm-hmm. from a place of love from the original. Um, yeah, like uh, I mean, it's it's if you're not a fan of the original, it's going to be tough to dive into this, but. 
because just because you know like oh i don't like dark crystal but this yeah. is completely this is like a completely, I, I think like, I'd, i think i could go into it. version yeah i think it's i could go friendly. into it completely raw um which and is from yeah, uh, I, from the director of fast 10 oh is it louis is it louis, louis Letournier? Letournier? yeah Letournier? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The director of the Transporter films, I believe. Transporter. Did he do and when I heard Alien he Resurrection? First... No. 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 I'm mixing up. I'm mixing different... up my French directors. <laughs> but there but he did uh shoot, what did I was just gonna say he did Oh man. Incredible Hulk. Oh uh, the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Incred- the yeah. the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, yeah, with uh The second MCU movie. <laughs> right. The, 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 forgot, the forgotten stepchild because it's not on Disney yeah. Plus and things like that. Yeah. Um, so Adam's Substack is popping pizza. Cool. So um, he said that was the guy who did Amelie. Oh yeah, he did the Hulk. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. so that's my recommendation. Dark Crystal. It was ha- I was so happy to see it mm. uh, because this yeah, is kind of about the really reason the we're talking about of, <laughs> all of this. The creatures of Return of the Jedi, but it was nice to see ET stuff. Uh, again, I-, I wish Charlie was here because uh, a lot of footage from Destroy All Monsters, uh, mm. a Godzilla movie with a lot of monsters in it. A weird aspect ratio was like squashed. Yeah, it really was. Um, there, there but was it was a few really... things. There was a few things that had a, a sort of an odd aspect ratio on the footage that they showed for this. Yeah, and another thing with the footage that they showed from the films is they didn't have the rights to the music, so you'd hear scenes from. Return of the Jedi and these movies uh, without the soundtracks stripped out. And it's, it's really, it's a really different tone. It feels weird. Like when yeah. R2 gets shot. Yeah. Um, like, like I, I, we, we know that John Williams is amazing, but it's, it was interesting as well. Cause <laughs> some of it did have the score in it and it was other bits. It was just, it was yeah it, was, yeah, it was a strange mix of there's like weird re recordings too, yeah, as well, yeah, so yeah. Billy but D yeah. Williams saying the words salacious crumb salacious b um, crumb he he um, initials him as well, like he he yeah. puts in the b, he shows the respect I, I never thought that would I would hear that, and just interacting with him, like they were scene partners for like all of Billy D's side of the yeah. hosting that he does because it's this this documentary is sort of hosted by carrie fisher and billy d williams uh never at the same time yeah. but like she's she's narrating and hosting and then he's narrating and hosting um and yeah all of his stuff he, is he's talking about classic film creatures and he's talking about return of the jedi specifically if, I, if i'm I think there's a couple of moments where she hands it off to Star Wars and then right. he might pick up because she right. she talks about um, like uh, strong women and then it'll cut to Leia doing something and then when it comes back from that it'll be Billy D talking right. so um, yeah he I was, I was saying this of it. I was a little apprehensive going into this because I thought it might just be a retread of um, Star Wars the Jedi and there was mm-hmm. some stuff in there but, but there was uh it's a time capsule things i hadn't seen before yeah yeah um like obviously they spend a lot of time on things like jabba and jabba's palace and stuff um but there's there's stuff from jabba's palace that i i had never seen no um no and there's new shots of them constructing jabba a lot of new stuff of constructing uh-huh. jabba 
Um, I feel like Jabba... an interview with each of the four guys inside him, which is cool. Yeah. Instead of just saying, hey, it took four people to operate it. It's like, who were they? What what in particular were they doing? Um, It's all well and good seeing a cutaway image of it, but like actually hearing from them while they're in there is kind of cool. What's crazy is the tale in this, when it's done... I think it looks better in this documentary. You get better close-up shots of the tail yeah. and how it moves. And when it lays down, it kind of, it kind of um, droops and settles, Yeah, which you don't see in the movie a lot. And I'm like, Oh wow. Like Jabba looks amazing. Incredible. Like when they're doing the big laughs and stuff, like you could silly, really see the, the, the sort of skin on the belly. And I'm like, he's, he might be too stoic in the movie because in this he's really animated yeah they, they they put a lot into it and those those puppeteers that were inside him were amazing and it, it i think right. the thing that it's it's obviously it's a it's a puppeteering thing to manipulate the eyes but the fact that george was insistent that the eyes be more i mean articulated for lack of a better word um yeah. like the the iris would change and it, like every element of it even like the the bags under his eyes, the eyebrows, everything was movable, uh, and then the puppeteers yeah. to go in and do that themselves. It does add so much life. You, it's stuff that we've seen for so many years now that we take it for granted, and then now we see CG characters, then we take that for granted. But to see right. this on a puppet, um, it's it's amazing. And yeah, as you said, the mind... tail, everything about it, it's it's very very good. I don't mind CG at all. I don't. No. It's fun. It's a great but, tool to be but, used. And it's like, yeah. But seeing the shot of the close-up of the eyes, I was like, how do they do that? I'm assuming it's just painting over like some sort of like epoxy or glass yeah, or something. Glass, yeah. But it looked like I'm like, wow, that looks really good. Like it's, I know he's, I know he's, you know, silicone or, or whatever, uh, foam. And those eyes look alive though. But those eyes, they look so good. Oh, yeah. speaking of alive, and both me and Stevie noticed this, is when they were doing tests for Yoda and his ears were all bent and his mouth was just kind of open, <laughs> it freaked me out. Like, I still, <laughs> oh, I've seen still pictures of Yoda. Is That's one thing. But to see him on set with Frank Oz puppeteering it but not moving any of the facial yeah. stuff at all, yeah. it looked freaky. It's again. It's really because we're so used to Yoda being this living creature. It's a thing. It's a guy. Yeah, it's, he's a person. It's not a thing. It's a. It's a person. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It. It's. It's. It's spooky. Mm. And I know there's something where, like, at Sesame Street, uh, behind the scenes and stuff, they tend to put the Muppets, um, in closets and stuff. Yeah. Whenever kids are like sort of on set. And there's no yeah, puppeteers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, the puppeteer will always have the 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 Muppet, and will always have it be looking around and being alive. Because as soon as as soon as my friend Mick, who did the music for mm-hmm. uh, the score for Mayhem, visited the set, and it's crazy that he would be look, he would have a conversation with the puppeteer, but he would be staring at the Muppet they're holding, and the puppeteer would always just move the mouth because. They realize he realized he's like I know I'm talking to a person who's holding it, but I can't <laughs> not talk to this being. And he says, as soon as their arm slips out of it, it it's like fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's 
they're, they're, they, they, they become a lifeless husk and it's the, it's super off-putting and just seeing that Yoda puppet, not but moving and with its <laughs> ears all curled up. Uh, I was like, Oh man, that's, that's, that's freaky. It's, it's real. Freaky. It's, it's I odd. I don't care it for it. Odd. Um, uh, I, I noticed in Jabba's palace, um, I know that he'd been in there. I've seen stills of him, but I still don't think I've ever clocked him in the movie. I suppose he's been taken out now, but um, what's his name? Who's in the special edition Max Rebo band? Joe Yowza. That's the name. I've literally, I've just got, there he is. Um, yeah, they have him pinned up against a wall. I've always seen yeah. that. I've always seen them sticking him in the wall, which means but, he's a, some sort of puppet. So I, I would need to go back and sort of look at him like look around for him in the unspecialized edition but like i've never noticed i never did notice him i thought he was a completely new creation not someone that they'd plucked out of that creature shot sort of thing yeah um and then the 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 something i've never seen before which freaked me out was the construction and the different stages of the ewoks yeah like seeing ewok faces without fur was yeah. like straight out of like terry gilliam's melted Brazil. yeah yeah like um, people baby faces it i i thought that was really interesting when they're talking about again the eyes there and everyone sort of was up in arms when the ewoks started blinking in the the dvd release in 2008 but they george wanted them blinking then it's like they just yeah. couldn't at the time like they they tried they, they had pretty good though okay but i mean we didn't see it with a fully formed no like thing. right so but again it's it's one of those things it's like he he just kept on trying to fix the things that he wanted to fix. Like, but those were some of those ideas that were there from the start. I love seeing familiar faces. Uh, Tony Cox, I believe is his name. Who's in Willow. And he's been in a couple of, oh, okay. he's the elf oh, guy. That's Santa. Yeah. Um, uh, and seeing that group of Ewoks and seeing little tiny, 11 little Warwick Davis. Front, yeah. having the time of his life. Um, Kenny Baker I, was I'm there so basically glad. coaching them all as well. Like, Right, because Kenny Baker was supposed to be Wicked, I believe, was supposed to be that role. Ah, okay. Makes but sense. But he got sick, if, if if memory serves me. He got sick, and George had Warwick up front because Warwick's tongue was long enough to stick outside yeah. of the mouth, and it, it became more alive. Yeah. Um, man, thank God. And thank also, God, when, you look at, when you look at everyone else, they're talking about heroin. There was, what, mailman, salespersons, typist, um, all of these yeah. people, construction workers like all of the people that were playing the Ewoks, it's like, well, Warwick Davis was 11. He didn't have a job. So he was right. totally malleable. Like he probably took the best direction because he wasn't bringing anything else to it. Like he's a kid who was obviously had a, a passion for acting, whether or not this was sort of what kicked it off or not. But like he took to it. Um, he, he, he was a huge Star Wars fan. I've yeah. heard him tell the story and his grandmother saw an ad in the paper for little people to be in the next star Wars. Perfect. And he was fired up. The fact yeah, that it got so to be wicked is nuts. Exactly. An 11 year old. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, like it's... you look at that wicked performance. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't know right. how they had to hold this, how much they had to hold his hand, but like based on the back, the behind the scenes stuff on this, he was like, I'm on it. in it. He, and he was taking direction. Again, I think it's having a scene partner like Carrie Fisher helps a lot because she seemed, yeah. and we've seen the shots of them hanging out beforehand, like, and behind the scenes oh, yeah. and stuff. It's like, They're so, 
Yeah, it's so, so good. Because you've got a scene partner like that who's going to be understanding and is basically going to coach you through it during the scene. Is that right? When I do this, you do this. And so, but he's 11 years old. Like, you see kids these days who give terrible performances. We were watching an episode of Lost last night and I was, I sort of turned to Liz. I was like, Michael David Kelly was really good, wasn't he? Like, he's, and he's great in that first season of Lost. He's so, so good. And it's, you notice it, I think, when it's a really good child actor because they're not always the best. And it's not their fault that they're not the best. They're, They're just inexperienced. But to see Warwick Davis knock it out of the park at such a young age. He's, like, he's great because he's a fan of Star Wars, but then he probably knows Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia, first and yeah. foremost. Because when uh, I was a kid, it was Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, and Princess uh-huh. Leia. I didn't, you know, I knew Harrison Ford because he was also Indiana Jones, but for the most part, those other two, I had only seen him in that. And, and uh, so, Guinness so for and him, Peter, and, um, yeah. everyone yeah but for him he's like not he got to be his role was playing against princess leia Leia. yeah Yeah. so it was man dude when he walks up and does the sideways look like i don't know if that was richard marquand or george lucas or or him whoever whoever did that hey you know how dogs when they get curious they put their heads to their side do that it's like as soon as as soon as wicked does that you're like it's just oh, the little... I, I relate to this kind of it's it's, it's, it's all the little motions and everything that he does like it's so perfect for it and they talk about it in this where it's like they are there is that naivety of human interaction because they're not used to it so they mm. they're this primitive species um in in like the the words used in this documentary um that is what george wanted as what would topple the empire um but to to see him absolutely take that on it's like it is an animalistic quality he's a cute animal as opposed to a person but he's got the sort of agency of someone humanoid it's yeah 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 he's very good i love very very good it's down next to her on the log after she gives him the the cookie or whatever it is um he just like sort of hops Mm-hmm. And lands his butt on the stump, and I was like, "Man, that's like if, if it's it's probably only a tough kid's doing a, that. Only a kid is yeah. doing that, yeah." But it adds to like this sort of realism. Like I'm like, "Oh, that that's just how Ewok sits. It can't, you know, it it plops down on logs all the time, and mm-hmm. it just it's something that you. It's like weird. I don't know, dude. I love the Ewoks. It's just a. It's just they they're great." But Warwick is on like a whole nother level. Yeah. It's, his performance is is so good. And I know like he's sort of the main focus of the Ewoks, but I mean the rest are like low grace kind of stoic and cheap trip uh-huh. and stuff. They're kind of just like they're adults, but they're there. Just, just like I don't think We know of, them because they had I don't toys. think of Wicked as a kid. I think oh, of Wicked more like a as like a as like a maybe teenager? in his twenties. Something. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I always had him as sort of like a 13, 14 year old. But of. I mean, I'm basing it on the little tiny babies. Yeah, yes. But yeah. So, but... It, it's, and then you see the old guys. Like, it, I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Anyway. We don't know their age range. <laughs> uh, Jeremy says he, he knows some people hate Ewoks, never understood that. Um, I kind of got it. I kind of went through a little bit of a phase. Um, 
I liked Ewoks growing up. When I came out, I was I was six. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Well, I mean, we can if we if we were to equate it to Earth people and ages and stuff. It's been the 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 rise of Skywalker is how many years after Return of the Jedi, like thirty five or something. Yeah, so say roughly thirty five. Yeah. And it looks like Wicket has a kid that's Wicket age? Probably not thirty. Probably Wicket age. Yeah. Wicket Wicket age. So if he's like He would be like forty? If he's sort of forty, forty five, somewhere around there, and then his kid is maybe like like ten. No. (laughs) Kid's not (laughs) twenty. You think that this is this is wicked out? Think, I don't like, know. He's stumbling home after a wild Saturday night out when he comes across Princess Leia. <laughs> okay, so here, let's do this. We can either, if if uh, Adam has timelines, so he knows how long ago it is. Maybe oh, yeah, you can look at timelines to see to see how wicked is somehow or how. Let's. I don't know. I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's probably. In I don't think there's a little a visual dictionary somewhere. Warwick was born. Okay, let's put this out. Let's send a let's we'll send a tweet to Pablo Hidalgo and just say how old is Wicket in Return of the Jedi? Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna see I can find if there's anything on Wikipedia. Okay, Uh, in universe information, full name Wicket Wistry Warwick. Uh, No age. Okay, his spouse's name is on here though, Kinesa. Oh. And, is that uh, the? Is that the? That's the one with the pink. She's in the animated show. Oh, maybe, maybe, yeah. Um, and Pomet Wicket is his son. Yeah, she's uh, the uh, Princess Kinesa. She's uh, or it's probably Nisa. Um, yeah, she's a white so. Ewok with like a pink. Headdress. I can see. I can. Um, she's yeah, been can showing up. She's been showing up in uh, in merch lately. I think I think on May the fourth. I don't know why, but they released uh, images of Black Series stuff, and I okay. believe I believe Nisa's one of them. Okay, cool. I mean, I could go. I can go look that up. <laughs> I'm just trying to find her on here now. Oh yeah, no Princess Princess oh, Nisa. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Young daughter of so, yeah. Oh, Chirpers. Oh wow. Oh, Wicked Meredith. Of course, a, because they always a, they all have to be. Well, I guess they're in the same village. It makes sense. They're in the same village. Yeah, he but grew. I mean, he he did well. He he married the chief's daughter. The, the probably makes sense why he would be like new chief if Chirper didn't have a son. Because we can assume that he, like Wicked is the chief. Come rise of Skywalker, right? Right. This is the black series that I believe was just announced. Oh, cool. So yeah. yeah, that's her. Yep. And yeah, that's she's her. showing up in a lot of merch, um, mm-hmm. which is great. I mean, if you're going to have the show on Disney Plus, but um, like on like lounge fly backpacks and stuff at the park. Um, it's cool. It's from yeah. this. It's from this show. That one. From this show. It's good. It's a good fight. <laughs> she get another one and and paint this in Nisa colors. Actually, I wonder if this if this. Coin then you could have them like one sense. one side of the bed each, one for you and one for Stevie. I wish it was a functioning <laughs> phone. Yeah, I should I should hook up some I'm sort sure you of Bluetooth could, thing. I'm sure you could sort of gut it and put a real phone in there. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, I could totally do that. Who uses a landline though? <laughs> Nobody. I'd have to buy a landline. 
in order yeah. to do that. I was thinking of just making it a Bluetooth thing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> We're um, way off. <laughs> right. Um, uh, what, what else? Um, I, I was going to say really, also... really interesting. One thing that I found really interesting uh, was the fact that they refer to Rancor as Rancor, not our Rancor or the Rancor. Uh, and the same with right. Sarlacc. It's Sarlacc. It's, it's his like name. The, of the Long Island Sarlaccs. You know, it's like... Can I Can I tell you? I miss the old Sarlacc. Yeah, it, it was looks fun so cool. It. it was fun seeing it again. Just the... the and the, I gotta the... say, I think that we... As, as much as we talk about the, the Return of the Jedi special edition with Anakin being put in there with Hayden Christensen and us mm-hmm. kind of turning a corner and saying, yeah, he's more Anakin than Sebastian Shaw. Um... I think I, I think that I don't like the mouth. Okay. The, You've come the around mouth, on the um, anti beak. Yeah, I'm against the beak because I feel like the beak defined it, like it as a very specific creature, mm. whereas the hole in the ground left it up to the You don't know what's in that hole. Yeah. You don't I get know that. what's down in there. And so as a kid it scared me. Because yeah. I mean it all had there was the teeth. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Adam says he's that he, that Wicked is um, forty two in uh, the Rise of Skywalker. He, yeah, and roughly twelve in Return of the Jedi. So they're keeping him as kind of the right age. He's he's if roughly shot it when he was eleven. It came out when he was twelve. Yeah. So it's around yeah. there. Makes yeah. sense. I'm I'm happy with those. <laughs> All right. So we're just going to go with uh, Ewoks have the same sort of life trajectory is humans. humans yeah i feel like if unless it's specified that's always a good bet to go with yeah. um yeah we um we started getting a lot of footage from the packing up of the creatures from from star wars the jedi yeah but i was like okay i've them. seen all this stuff but there was an additional scene shot at pan am front oh, desk yeah. Yeah, and then like going into going into the thing, which I'd never seen that footage before. What, when did Pan Am go out of business? What year was it that Pan Am went away? No they were it would have been around mid eighties, weren't they? Because like, what year was yeah, Blade Runner? Was Blade Runner was eighty one, two, eighty two, also eighty two. Okay. Yeah, so because eighty two, eighty two is a big year. Yeah, it's a huge. Year. Crystal, ET, Tron, Blade, Blade Runner, Runner. Yeah. Night Shift, uh, uh, Conan. Conan the Barbarian, mm-hmm. Rocky Three, Wrath of oh, Khan. Wow. Um, oh man, I'm missing some. I know it, but like 1982 is Huge. nuts. Yeah, it's yeah. nuts. Yeah, Blade Runner. Um, uh, yeah, Mega Force. Mm. <laughs> big year, big year. Um, yes, yeah, so, but I mean, it couldn't have been too long after that. It wasn't around by the the 90s, so. Right, it's fun seeing that. It's I don't know, like they. I saw that they got a thanks in the the credits for you know transportation provided by Pan Am. Um, you know what? You know what? I bet you that shipping stuff to the UK is not cheap. No, um, and vice versa, because they had to probably send that stuff back. Um, yeah. um, and they were like, I mean, if we're to if we're to believe this documentary, all those crates actually did get shipped there. Because we've seen that footage of the crates and the mm-hmm. monsters, I don't. It, it could have been like Jabba's Palace has a shitload of creatures. 
it's it is incredible that they build them in the states and then ship them instead of just building them over here like it's it's wild so i bet you anything pan am's like star wars is the biggest thing hey we ship with us shoot if you shoot some star wars guys with us for pan am that's probably footage that pan am used absolutely it looked like like, commercial use or for for uh for sponsorships or for yeah. you know some sort of like training film or anything they they were like let us use these creatures and and we'll cut you a deal on shipping i guarantee you because it was definitely every single shot of the airplane of the front mm-hmm. desk pan Always, the logo perfectly was framed yeah 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 yep. So it was probably a, it was probably a, a deal between Lucasfilm and it, Pan Am. It felt like it. That totally footage that we sense. saw very, very much felt like like advertising footage. Um, but it's so great. That, it's like that you didn't have like, as B roll oh, like, and they'd be able to use that for years and years to come if they yeah. survived. Um, and and like your you know, when you're getting to the airport terminal, this and this and this, and oh look, there's Chewie. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Probably yeah. not the best business decision on Pan America. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, hey, you're going to have a plane going to the UK. Stick some Star Wars crates on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good. I think it's a good deal. I think it's a good deal for both, for both parties. Yep, they're both successful to this day. <laughs> hey, man, that's not uh, that's not Lucasfilm's fault. No, 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 no not so. Um, savvy businessman. Can you imagine if that plane crashed? I mean, Jabba's Palace would look a lot more human. What do you think they would do if they all of a sudden lost all their creatures for Jabba's Palace? Uh, First and foremost, start reworking Jabba. Yeah, maybe you do the more human version. Exactly. Put I think him in, we... just put them in a canteen. Like put them in a canteen or put them like in. Yeah, a, they've in got a the set. Cave. Like you just you just put them back on that throne that they had. Like for the the maquette that or they'd knocked up. You have a oh more God. simple suit. Um, so, so okay, amazing. That happens. Mm. That happens. 1997 comes around. Then and George Lucas is like, I finally get to do Jabba's Palace like it was meant to. But it's all 1997 Joe Yowza CG guys. <laughs> and those three, and the Rodian dancer. and Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So. Yeah, that was... it would be interesting to see Jabba like, like as a, like a moment, almost like a Saw Gerrera type, like just in a small cave. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, that would be interesting. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Adam, Adam mentioned that. Yeah, probably reusing, repainting the hands and masks from the cantina. That sounds yeah. like the most likely. I think. Yeah, just a lot of those aliens again. Um, yeah. Not many more. Whoever's whoever's yeah. still around. Exactly, and hasn't disintegrated in the last like five years. Dress um, up a Yoda. You dress up a Yoda to make a different. And the mask inside out, you know, yeah. <laughs> all that sort of thing. Like hairless Ewoks. Yeah, yeah, whatever you can. Uh, Fifty Rodians. That's crazy. That'd be. I mean, I can't even imagine that. That would be. It, so it would crazy. be weird to think. Yeah, and I like all of those on one those, plane. Those the other the other designs for Jabba um, were interesting. I quite like those. Um, it was fun seeing the, the real first slug one. one. The real yeah. slug one, but with the tentacles, reminded me of um, what's her name, uh, Lady Proxima from uh, yeah. Solo, but like a, a, yeah. a fatter version, but like still with the like the arms. It's um, funny because Phil Tip has designed that one, and and George Lucas was like, "No, that's a little too much." 
And it's hearing like, Phil, it's like, hello, we talked about it at length with um, Light and Magic, but hearing Phil talk about, or like talk about what George said is always, there's almost an antagonistic feel to it, but like in a, <sighs> he's my boss, but are we, we're great. We get on, we're fine, we're friends, but he won't let me do the cool weird shit that I want to do. <laughs> right. Right. And you could tell. And just oh, yeah. like, just like I was telling Stevie last night, uh, George Lucas's sort of sense of humor, and he's sort of like a, a wholesome, kind of giggly <laughs> sense of humor. And then Phil Tippett's sort of really dry curmudgeon like i don't know how i don't know how they were able to work together i think maybe it's a yin yang thing yeah where they just sort of won yeah george didn't have that side to him george is but maybe like there's no brooding about george george can probably tone down phil tippett stuff clearly with the design of the jabba's and then phil tippett could probably like you know get george lucas to get a little more like let's Crazy. he'll he'll iterate until it gets just to the level that George is accepting, which is like the top end of what George will want. I feel and then like they'll go in Jabba's and slather perfect... on loads of goo onto him anyway to make him even more gross. I feel like I feel like Jabba's the perfect Lucas Phil Tippett collaboration because yeah. George would be like, "Oh, something gross like slugs," and yeah. then and then Phil Tippett's like, "Well." It needs to be a gross monster. <laughs> I think George is disgusting. Thinking, Something gross like Marlon Brando. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's horrible. He was trying Let's not to Marlon... say fat. He was he trying was. not to say fat, He's but we knew he was saying. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's like, you know, I mean, Sultans, the fat Sultans. <laughs> he, he was really hung up on Sultans, wasn't he? Um, yeah. I love old George interviews. They're great. But I mean, that's where, that's where, like, George probably said Sultans a million times. And so they gave him a hookah because he had a yeah. hookah in two of the designs. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, uh, like a Sultan, like a fat Sultan. On the, but we've seen, like, we've seen George we... in the way that he goes through designs. He'll be like, I like this element of it. And so when they got the, the chair with that had the hookah on it, it was like, yeah, cool. I like this element of this design, but let's yeah. make it a bit more wormy. I like the sort of the shape of the other guy, but just not the, the way it was designed. So it yeah. did feel like and, a, a good mix of the two. Yeah. And with the pillows and the armrest and the hookah, it feels like a sultan. Like it's yeah. got that kind of a, a feel. Um, Jeremy, yeah, just Jeremy, mentioned. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Jeremy Kelly mentions here um, there's a whole lot of cinema that's been done by people who worked on Return of the Jedi. Um, yeah, I think more so than any of the others, probably because by that point, Lucasfilm was a more of established place yeah. and so the guys who were coming up either yeah. they'd been trained up through the lucasfilm sort of system or they'd come in to lucasfilm and then they've gone on to be you know your david finches your joe johnston's your everyone else like loads of people worked on return of the jedi yeah yeah and by this point they'd already done et and close encounters yeah Raiders, they, they weren't just making star wars yeah mm. yeah um and yeah because this is a jumping off point once star wars is done they yeah they kind of all moved on um speaking of moving on uh lopty neck was written by john williams and his son joseph uh i always thought it was all written by joseph williams mm, okay uh i um, i only knew that through you so i think i, I probably just yeah so it's the lyrics well. were written by joseph williams but the music was um, I, joe johnson was john williams uh, it was not john williams yeah yeah um 
So that's good to know. And Loved again, hearing you hear it. Again. The English version. Yep. We've heard it a few times in other documentaries and stuff. But yeah, it's... and I, I feel like the English version is somewhere online. Probably. It's available somewhere. Hearing and I know again. the Huttese radio version is also available out there. Because okay, I was on the cool. big box set. Yeah. Uh, the trilogy box set. The radio edit. Like, yeah, I need to I need to hear I need to find the English version. The the lyrics are really funny. They're like Oh yeah. It's like for like a for like a fitness routine or something. Yeah. Or like, sex. Right. I don't know. It's something like that. <laughs> But uh, again, I always like what was to point the difference. Out, yeah. <laughs> I also like to point out that Joseph Williams went on to be the singing voice of Simba, the adult yep. Simba in Lion King, and wrote He's... and performed the theme to the Gummy Bears. Yeah, he was also in um what band was he in? Um Oh shit, that's right. Uh, it's Is not it Toho? It's like it's, Toto? It's Toho. Yeah, yeah, Toto. Um yeah, it's, he's yeah. he's in Toto. Um yeah, I don't think he he was a primary songwriter or anything. I don't think he wrote Africa, also, but like, yeah, he was in Toto. Also in Toto was James Newton Howard, the oh, really? composer of the music for Light and Magic. Yeah, uh, I mean, it all comes together. Uh, I didn't yeah, realize that. I didn't realize that James Newton Howard was in Toto. Yeah, and not friend. only is in Toto, he like he's like on tour. He, like he posted a picture recently of them backstage. <laughs> but James Newton Howard also. Um, a piano dude um, was uh, a huge collaborative uh, career with um, Elton John. Huh? Okay. Like James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you mentioned that he was in Toto, Stevie knows yeah. as well. She got a Toto album. I was we're on the way okay, back the and I was looking at the back of the thing and there was this name I'm like, oh, that's cool. Open it up and there's a bunch of pictures of the band and I'm like, oh, there he is. That's, that's so amazing. weird. And Howard had this whole career in the 70s and 80s before he started doing film score. And I think well, sort I mean, of a lot of a lot of them did. Like a lot of like you think about um Danny Elfman yeah. and stuff like that. Like all of these guys, they yeah. they're musicians. Hans Zimmer. Hunt, uh, yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> it's like his name is like you eating a lemon <laughs> I, I, I'd rather eat a lemon I love lemons <laughs> life gives you if life hands you lemons don't listen to Hans <laughs> oh. I was watching No Time to Die I've been kind of watching it in segments because it's super long yeah. it's such a good movie it's so yeah, watchable it's really I, really I think it's my second favorite uh, Daniel wow. Craig, James Bond movie, um, after Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but Hans Zimmer's score, so fucking all over the place. It drives me. I was fine with it. I was because here's the thing: I don't like the guy yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. And then I could talk about it on this show and not cue the music because I like to be somewhat civilized. But and I know we try to be positive here, but um, he hasn't done a Star Wars. We don't need to worry about it, <laughs> dude. Listen, man. Oh. Listen. It's the one reason I'm okay with uh, Rogue Squadron not happening so soon, because Patty Jenkins uh, used Hans Zimmer for her last movie, Wonder Woman '84, mm. and the score is atrocious. Mm. It's atrocious. not the only thing that's atrocious about that film. No, no, not at <laughs> all. But it just like I, I, I was like, oh my god, I can't even imagine a Star Wars score by Hans Zimmer. I yeah. can't. It, it hurts me. Mm. It hurts me. Um, Jeremy Kelly loves Toto. 
There's a lot of Toto talk going on in the uh, <laughs> in the chat. I guess. Yeah, I, get, I, I think Toto are one of those bands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't much have much to say about the documentary. I really enjoyed it. It's a nice and quick, easy watch. Yeah. You get a lot of fun stuff. Um, I enjoy the sort of two-part narration. So I did. If you, I, take, you don't get that anymore. Like you might get a two-hander, like, but it'll be two people at the same time. But this, was I nice. would love some sort of supercut with this and from Star Wars: The Jedi, so you get Mark mm. Hamill in there too, and do yeah. like an ultimate creatures of Return of the Jedi thing. <laughs> Jeremy and Kelly then- says he plays Africa every time he teaches about African history in his class. Perfect. <laughs> Great. Um, I, yeah. And, and then maybe the, the Warwick Davis one as well, where like, it's the, the Ewok story. Like, so it's little. Where, Davis, that's which, not like available. It's not, but like, I've seen so many clips from it. It's, I, I know that it exists. I know that it existed at some point, but like, I've, I've never seen it. Um, not in its entirety. But like it would Disney be nice again a supercut of, of Star Wars the Jedi, this, uh, that, because then you've got like Mark Hamill, Warwick Davis, Carrie Fisher, Billy D. Williams. You're never going to get Harrison Ford in the eighties talking Star Wars, um, right. but you know, it's it's a fun way of showing a behind the scenes hosted by all of them. That's awesome. Yeah, that'd be really cool. All right, do you have to go to work? Or are you? No, I'm. I'm. I'm oh. I'm, Free and breezy today. I was afraid I'd have to like get you out of here. Nah, I'm all good. Um, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I can't think of anything there. else from the dock that. If for some said, reason I'd... you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's good. Um, uh, it's in the in the notes for this episode. So yeah, just to hit the link, go give it a watch. It's what forty five minutes, forty five to an hour, or yeah. something like that. Um, I think it made me pop. Return of the Jedi head of Solo again for me. Okay. Yeah. Just because, okay. like, just watching that stuff. Like, I was never a big fan of the Jabba Palace stuff. I felt like it kind of meandered. The plan never made sense. It's like, okay, now this character's introduced. Now this character. Like, they should have just come in guns blazing. <laughs> maybe since maybe send C3PO and R2 in to negotiate. Yeah. And once that happens, boom, Princess Leia, Chewbacca, Luke, and Wedge, and Lando, like, or. Like Lando's Storm. already in. Lando's like, yeah, Lando, but, I like, but Chewbacca I like the, should have already been in. Yeah, I like Lando infiltrating. Um, I, I think that's Lando should have brought in Chewbacca. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, because yeah. that's where we left off. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it be great if it was a complete, like, total, like, raid? Like, they, like, all the rebels come in, a, a ground just, battle, it's a on. smash and grab. They grab Han, get him on the Falcon, and thaw him out. In the Falcon, yeah, that'd be interesting. That'd be fun. Yeah, I've, I've like the Jabba's Palace stuff has never been. It's funny because so many people say that like that's the best part of the movie, and then it goes downhill once they leave Jabba's Palace. I'm the complete opposite. The opposite. For me, I for me like the movie picks up when you know the the rebel briefing, and then on the way to it, my Star Wars is my favorite movie. I think Empire is the best one. My favorite Star Wars stuff. My absolute top Star Wars thing is the Luke Vader Emperor oh, it's incredible stuff. It's yeah. so good. It, I love I love Jedi Luke. Watching him uh take out people on Jabba Skiff yep. or Jabba Sail Barge um with the green lightsaber, I'm just like, 
this I like, is my favorite. I, and this I like I like book. seeing him struggle in that fight. Like he he dabbles, like he leans dark, and then he overcomes it. He that's him. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, he is fallible, and he continues to be fallible. That's not a one stop yeah. thing. Like he continues to be fallible, which is good because that is real. That is a good character. And yeah, um, I love that he walks. Um, I think they're great. I loved them when I was a kid. Yeah. There was a time when I became a teenager where I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, I get it. I'm like, this kind of kid stuff. But yeah. when you're a teenager, everything I mean, when you I was, was kid stuff. But That's it. When I was a teenager, like people were complaining about the prequels. So Ewoks sort of got a pass. Um, yeah. So like it was, it, people were complaining about Jar, uh, Jar Jar and then episode two dialogue. And so I was just like, no one was thinking about Ewoks, so I was just like, they're fine. I don't have any problems with Ewoks. Um, right. And like yeah. speaking of Kevin Smith, when when I saw Clerks in my you know late teens, early twenties, uh-huh. I was like, oh, this is really funny because no one else is talking about Star Wars. And I'm like, but and I'm like, he makes some good points. Like all Jedi had was a bunch of Muppets, but then you watch this documentary, and you're like, you know what? Those Muppets are all kind of cool looking. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're really cool looking. So it's it's gone from from me enjoying them as a kid to me being like, that's kid puppets or kid stuff. To I appreciate the craft. And so you're more really of a Randall bad. guy than Dante. <laughs> In, but I mean, no, because yes. you're thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's favorite and not best, isn't it? Because like I I have the same thing where it's like I think Empire's the best of the three, but Star Wars is my favorite of the three. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But just watching um, this, I, it made me want to watch Return of the Jedi. I'll probably bump it back up to my number three spot. Um, it was fun watching this like a, a week or two weeks after going to see it at the theaters again. Um, it's yeah. nice. Yeah. And plus, it's new content. We hadn't seen yeah. it before. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't great. happen a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, so, we should probably find some more content to talk about in two weeks' time, shouldn't we? Yeah, that's all you. That is. That is my thing. Uh, we've been quite documentary heavy so let's not do a documentary couple of options <laughs> couple of options we could do something i don't want any decision it feels like it's been yeah. forever since you had it i've had a pick. yeah i've got a couple of decisions i we i could either pick a movie and we could watch a movie or i could do something super easy breezy and we could just is it's it would really be a just vibe Hmm? Those easy breezy days are so great. This was pretty great. easy. This Let me have a look easy. at my calendar. Am I going to be working? Because that <laughs> that will determine it. I think. So uh, if you work, it's not going to be the movie. If I'm at work, we won't do the movie. So that is going to be Wednesday the thirty first. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I'm so excited. Me, I never. Me, do I? I think I know what the movie is. All right. I've got I've got work that day. So. We won't do a movie. Um, we All won't right. do a movie. Let's do the easy of easiest of easy breezies. Uh, I'm going to combine two things from our list. Uh, let's oh. do... Oh, or should I? Do it. All I'll, right. I'll just have combine... to try to figure out the artwork. I'll have to decide. Okay, okay. Uh, let's do Star Wars biomes and the Star Wars vehicle fly-throughs. Wow. Okay, that's going to be... Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> that's the easiest, breeziest thing I could find on there. Right. That's gonna uh, be, that is literally that's a just vibe, man. Tough discussion. <laughs> yeah, but I figured that's we could just have them and look at them and go, isn't this an amazing screensaver? 
I'm going to see, you know what? I mean, here, I, not to like, you know, we'll figure out a way to fill the hour. Um, yeah, but like, I feel like it's going to be a, a conversation about like things like of everything we've seen, what ship do we want to have? What yeah. planet do we want to be on? What looks like Perfect. discuss like the ins and outs in each of these things. Um, and I think we should bring a guest on. I'm going to see, I'm going to cool. see if we can't find somebody. Yeah. Yeah, somebody to join us. Um, That'd be nice. Just to talk about, and it's it's it involves a guest, and it can be more about the guest as well. Then just having that yeah. as a background thing. Um, yeah, it's it's. I mean, we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks, but it's something that I wish that they'd update. I think they they it's a, like keep don't need to do a volume two or whatever. Just have them, have them exist, yeah. and then just sporadically when they've got a new thing, just update them with something different, something new. Um, yeah. But we'll talk about all of that. Uh, I watched them all. I'm kind of excited about that. It's yeah. kind of a blank slate. It really is. So, and it's, that's the reason I've never picked it because, like, we've had them on there since we started this list. Um, I think because we started around the time they popped up too. Yeah, yeah. When we created um, the list, yeah, they're great. They're really oh, good. And do us a favor. Um, if you're ever, if you're ever at live action Star Wars S, no, live action SW.com, um, look at our list. We have a big long list of stuff. If there's something you don't see on there that you think should be on there, yeah, let us know because um, this one um, that we did today was on our list, our personal behind the scenes list mm-hmm. that didn't make it over to our public list. Yep. And so I, when I sent the list to Charlie, I didn't, that wasn't on there. <laughs> And so I actually added it. So let us know if we're missing anything on there that you'd like us to talk about. I'm, I'm just, too. I'm just looking through our personal list at the moment and sort of striking through ones that I know that we've already done. Uh, Cause we hadn't updated <laughs> we this updated. in a while. And I'm like, yeah, we've done this. We've definitely done this. I'm pretty sure we've done this. It's because we have episodes of like Andor and Obi-Wan. Yeah. We don't even look at this list. So we, we never look at the list. That, yeah. So, did we do, so did we decide, have we done the Phantom Menace? We did do the Phantom Menace. I think this Patrick came up Cotton last time. Yeah, this came up when we had Patrick on last time. Um, but yeah. I couldn't remember how we what we decided if we'd done it or not. I don't know. There I is something sh- that I want to do with the guest mm-hmm. um, involving the Phantom Menace because I definitely want at some point I'm going to get a hold of Tony Faxton and and we're going to do an episode about the beginning I because think he's on tour at the moment, so it might be hard. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's still putting out bizarre albums, so oh, great. maybe. Okay, cool. maybe former guest of the show, Tony Thaxton, uh, Star Wars. Not on this show. Yeah, I was going to say not no. on this show. We no. almost had he's him been, on. Early he's been on, on my. Yeah, we almost had him on early on, but we've not had him on this one. Right, and then, uh, but it's weird being. I'm on the Star Wars Minute Discord channel. Okay. And Pete changed my status to former guest of the show. Oh, awesome. And I was so excited because <laughs> we are now officially we're we're current guest of the show, but we're also we've also We will always be episodes. former guests of the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As awesome. of Monday. Yeah. As of Monday at like twelve thirty in the morning or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. It's so it's cool. Awesome. So everybody check out Star Wars Minute at StarWarsMinute.com. Uh, and watch our episodes and then watch Monday's episode, which is from uh, Celebration that James yep. is at. I was, I was literally just in front of the mic. So where where you guys are uh, as my, my screen right now, that's I'm about where that is. But the guys were behind the mics. You yep. might be able to hear me laugh if they said anything funny. <laughs> they probably did. Once or twice. 
Knowing who's on it. For that. Knowing who's on that episode. The, the, it's a video episode, right? They got video of it? They did get some video of it, yeah. I know that at one point the guy's camera stopped, um, but I don't know if that affected the video or not. But it should be there. Okay. So, you know, you might see me as well. Ooh. And Ed. Sounds good. And uh, Rick <laughs> as well. We were all, all three of us were like front front row. God we were right damn. in front of him. It was great. I don't think I can make it to Tokyo. I really don't. I, I mean, it's I don't, a, a, I doubt I can, but I'm, I'm shooting for it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm assuming after that it comes back to Anaheim, maybe Florida. I, definitely stateside, it's gotta be, surely. I'll, I'll do what I can to make it to that. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be at that one. We've already decided that by that, by the time there is a next one in the states, we're, we're going and we're going for the whole weekend. Um, and hopefully we'll get I mean, a panel. Yeah, it seems tough. It we'll seems see. like they're curated very specifically. We'll see. Based I don't know. I, I I saw some of the numbers in some of the rooms at Celebration Europe, and they didn't look great. Um, I don't. I'm not saying that we would have had better, but <laughs> they didn't look great. Um, yeah. So we'll see. So do we'll us a see. favor if you want to see us on yes. stage at Celebration, hit the like button. Tell your friends about live action Star Wars. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time because of Star Wars Minute. Um, thank you for joining us. Be sure to spread more. Yeah, hope you more. hope you like this show as much as that show. Yeah, we're here every week. That's it. That'll do it. Um, yeah, Ralph said all the things. Go follow us. Go do all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and until next week, don't give it to hate. Celebrate the love. Punch it.